Hello, welcome to Documentary Factor Fiction, the latest podcast series being presented as part of Deepak Casts, the podcast that we host here at the DeBartolo Performing Arts Center. My name is Ted Barron. I am the executive director of the DeBartolo Performing Arts Center here at the University of Notre Dame. This week, we are talking about Stunt Rock, directed by Brian Trenchard Smith, a film from 1978. This is our eighth episode in our podcast series on documentary films or films that kind of look like documentaries, which is kind of what we have this week, uh, films that raise questions about documentary representation in, in particular, how we kind of accept certain styles and techniques as representations of fact when in fact we might consider them as more fiction. Um, this week's film is uh, kind of a, a, a lighter uh, entry into the series. It's a film that uh, kind of combines elements of what I would say is mockumentary with um, sort of exploitation movies. Um, and when we think about exploitation, exploitation films have a long history in cinema. Um, typically, they're low-budget films that are designed to have kind of sensational elements to them that are designed to um, bring in audiences, you know, generate a lot of enthusiasm, and then quickly um, – uh, where, where audiences, when they find out sort of how bad they are, they quickly move on to the next uh, to the next film. So there's a wave of of exploitation films that come out of Australia uh, in the 1970s and into the 1980s, uh, known as Ozploitation. These were uh, a series of comedy films known as ochre comedies. Uh, sometimes these would be horror films. Um, and probably the best-known example of exploitation are the original entries in the Mad Max franchise, which are more in the action film uh, genre. Uh, Brian Trenchard Smith, who uh, directed Stunt Rock, was arguably the auteur of the exploitation movement uh, with films like The Man from Hong Kong and later BMX Bandits. Um, his films often focus on connections uh, to the world of different kind of action uh, actors, action performers, whether it's martial arts stars or, in the case of stunt rock, uh, stunt performers. And for this film, he um, it focuses on his uh, connection to Grant Page, who was a stuntman uh, that had worked on many films uh, that Trenchard Smith had been involved with. Um, and through this film in particular, provided a unique avenue for them to kind of collaborate and put uh, Page's uh, kind of amazing work as a stunt as a stunt performer uh, front and center. So in the film, Grant Page plays a fictionalized version of himself. He gets caught up um, in a relationship with um, a journalist based in Los Angeles who's covering uh, the backstage goings-on of a film uh, which Page has been hired to uh, perform uh, uh, as part of uh, as a stunt performer. Um, this, is, this is a clearly scripted storyline uh, that uh, is kind of structured around which the film is structured. Uh, but it's interesting because it's set against um, a series of live uh, concert scenes involving the hard rock band Sorcery. Everybody remembers Sorcery, right? Uh, probably not. Um, they weren't, uh, they were kind of a, a, a band that never quite made it. Um, but a Los Angeles based band who um, were known for their very elaborate stage shows, if we think about. Um, 
prog rock uh, in the 70s. Um, and in particular, the kinds of things that come up in the in the later mockumentary, This is Spinal Tap. Uh, this film kind of has uh, elements of stage uh, stagecraft that, that we see in that um, – in those later films, um, in, but what's what, what's really kind of the most, perhaps the most amusing thing to watch when we when we when we see sorcery perform, are staged battles between uh, two characters who perform as part of the show, uh, the King of the Wizards and the Prince of Darkness, who are often um, in in uh, epic showdowns between uh, good and evil. You can choose which one is which. But in addition to this live concert footage, what the film also incorporates are Grant Page's actual, um, often death-defying stunts. Um, so we'll see, you know, kind of scenes of him uh, doing, you know, high-wire stunts, um, uh, car crashes, um, you know, the typical kinds of things you, that would be part of, uh, you know, more um, – uh, more in the action movie genre. Um, but ultimately, by combining these scenes of Page's stunts and um, the sorcery performances and then this sort of backstage uh, storyline, um, we end up with this bizarre mashup um, where, you know, those different uh, those different genres, romance, action, rockumentary, I guess, um, and whatever it is that we call this category of films about thrill seekers uh, because of the fact that we get this footage of, of Page's uh, stunts, um, think about films like Man on a Wire or Free Solo or even going, going back a ways, um, The Endless Summer, which is a surf movie, um, you know, films that, that give us kind of direct accounting of um, these often harrowing um, uh, circumstances of, of uh, you know, men and women who are uh, sort of, you know, uh, tempting fate with whatever it is that they might be seeking and whether it's, you know, uh, doing tightrope walks or, uh, or uh, surfing stunts, whatever it might be. But, but combining all of those elements together, we get this really strange hybrid of a film uh, in stunt rock. Um, unlike other films that I've been discussing in this series, this film does not really provide any particularly deep insights about documentary. At least it doesn't intend to. I don't think it's – I mean the, the documentary elements of the film are, are played for pure entertainment. Um, so whether you're a fan of watching you know, sorcery perform their uh, unique brand of hard rock or, or seeing Grant Page perform his stunts, those are, those are designed to be just you know, purely pleasurable, um, not necessarily um, uh, in, the, in the vein of, of many of the other films that we've been watching. Uh, but perhaps uh, what, it, what the film unintentionally um, addresses is the way that we think about performance in the context of documentary film. Um, the footage of Page's uh, stunts is often quite astounding, the fact that they're able to capture um, uh, these actions uh, in the way that they're presented is, is, is really it's, – it's not simply entertaining but um, often quite you know, uh, amazing in terms of uh, how we're able to see him, he, see him perform in those contexts. The, the, the concert footage of sorcery is really wild, in particular these, uh, these acted out battles between uh, the devil and the wizard um, uh, at a, a, another kind of 
uh, element of performance to the film that um, that also kind of speak to this question of how we how we think about performance. So you know these scenes of the the concert footage as well as the the stunt scenes are really the only elements that ground the film as documentary. The fictional framing um, that's supposed to give us this kind of look at what happens behind the scenes, whether it's on a film shoot or um, in the in the music industry, these are much clumsier, kind of awkward. Um, you know, not necessarily the the the, the best acting within those scenes. Um, so those don't really uh, reveal too much to us. But if we if you focus on um, the presentation of the stunts and the concert scenes, we do get some insight about how performance works in nonfiction contexts. Documentaries are often uh, designed to get past performances when they're filming subjects. The term uh, we've used the term social actors to refer to uh, the subjects of documentary films. And what filmmakers would often do is use techniques to try to get past a, a sort of any kind of staginess of of uh, those social actors to get to find something more unth- uh, authentic. But in this case, we're watching actual performers, stuntmen, rock stars. Um, you know how they how they we're seeing how they perform on stage. Now we're also seeing a kind of fictionalized version of them behind behind the scenes. But that doesn't particularly reveal to uh, very much to us about you know how we think about performance when we're when they're actually performing um, it. Uh, raises some interesting questions about, you know, how performance can actually be seen as an asset to to a documentary context, rather than something that uh, disrupts the the um, the form itself. So this is, you know, this is as as noted, it's not one of the more serious uh, pieces within the series. It's it's a it's a really enjoyable film, a lot of fun. Um, but you know, if we can take away anything from it, is we've been considering how uh, the other films that we've been uh, screening over the course of the semester um, have raised questions about documentary. This uh, the, the, those elements of performance are perhaps the most revealing. So that does it for this episode of Factor Fiction. We'll be back next week with a new episode as we continue our journey through our history of documentary film.